I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones A Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Proud of our history, West Ham United, more than just a podcast, more than just a podcast. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! Take two of episode 33, the season finale. Why is it take two? Because we had an error with the recording equipment, Sean. Oh. But it's fixed now. We should sack the sound engineer. Yeah, if only we had one. Yeah. Simon Tunhill, you are sacked. Simon Tunhill. Don't give it away. He's well, not part of the team. All right. No, of course not. Uh, I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, Georgie Porgy. Are you still full of beans, like you said in the I first take? I am full of beans because I've reflected on our defeat and I've decided that we should be joyful of the whole season and not focus on a disappointing whimper at the end of the season finale to Stoke. And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Still all right. I'm still Brilliant. all right, having now I did say previously that Sean wouldn't have missed much because he wasn't there for half Well, season. I didn't do that bit, so you, you obliged me to do the other bit. Oh. So what I said earlier was, it's like... Almost a funeral. You don't want to remember the end of it. They're in the final days of the season. You want to remember all the good bits. When we beat Chelsea, when we beat Man City, when we did the treble over uh, Liverpool, when we got so far to the semi-final in the FA Cup and lost. <laughs> all those wonderful times. days. That wonderful football. Those Piat free yeah, kicks. Right, very good. And you said, anyway. <laughs> and you said, you haven't been to most of them. Right. Sean, you've done a running on here, but you've managed to miss out the probably the biggest talking point we should be talking about. I can tell you why. Well, firstly, you've missed off the Man United game, which is the last ever game at Upton Park. Yeah, but I can tell you why. The bowling ground. In, in my defence, uh, John had arranged a special one-off <laughs> Man United <laughs> on Friday. Uh, it, it was his idea, and uh, we were going to a new studio to record it. And we'd prepared a lot. And, you know, I'd done an interview with a famous uh, goalkeeper. Ready. <laughs> oh, did you? And I look forward uh, to that later then. We'll play that one And later. in the end he went, oh, I can't be asked. No, it wasn't. I can't be asked. What it, was it then? In the end, you all came around here. We had a barbecue. If you remember oh, I know right. that. But what, so what we could you have said you didn't want anyway. to, You said you didn't want to do it because you had too much on. I had a lot. I didn't want to come all the way over to the new studio. having to do that and come back again. Oh, well. Sorry. Oh, well. Apologies. Anyway. Well, let's, let's, we should talk, talk, let's talk about, about it. it anyway, because, you know, <laughs> it's probably the biggest thing that's happened since we last recorded. Uh, so we obviously turned up to the game. Early? Early-ish. Well, you, you were drinking since one. I was. Honest. I'd been on lunch. A lunch. John and I turned up in Green Street about, what about? Half five. Half five. Something like that. And we already knew something was afoot, didn't we, John? What did we say? We said there's a lot of people here. Yeah. 
It was like <laughs> it was like five minutes before kickoff on a normal Saturday. It, it was, was worse than that. It was it was rammed. It was We've never seen rammed. it like that before, have we? Let's no. face it. Out the front of the stadium. And um absolutely rammed and the and there were people everywhere. There were there were news crews. There was so uh, Nigel Khan did a live interview with um, ITV after they dropped me for being too pro club. They wanted someone anti club, um, and David Gold was there. And then we we went. We couldn't get a we couldn't get a place in a pub, could we? Couldn't get a drink. Couldn't get in a pub. We queued down. Um, but George queued up to get a drink from an off license, um, and we decided it was better off inside than out, weren't we? And and people and even then, you know. We were off of Green Street, quite a way, you know, a good 200 yards, but still, that, that corner, that crossroads was absolutely packed. Yeah, you could see it was um, People were playing football. There was, I would say it was a, like a carnival, street party kind of atmosphere. It was like that up there, it was very much It so. was not, as the media made out, menacing, people waiting Riots. in mass to, to ambush coaches. There, there was, um, without a doubt, too many people and, and more than 35,000 I would guess they, the estimates have been that an extra 10,000 or 15,000 possibly turned up just to join in the atmosphere I would estimate it was on the more than 15 it was it was absolutely rammed and and why not because everybody had been talking about you know I mean farewell Bolin yeah farewell Bolin like people it. making a joke uh, on um, TalkSport going oh really we didn't know you were leaving your stadium it was a bit over the O-T-T. top wasn't it OTT I mean, the club weren't responsible for that, but also so were the media. media. But then what cracked me up is when we got there as well was that, I mean, the whole of, like, Green Street was still open to traffic. Yeah, that should have been closed. Clearly the Barking Road was open to traffic at that point as well. Well, it was just like... The police had parked all their meat wagons down Green Street, which was a bit strange, which funnelled people even more in. Yeah, it was all tight. It it just struck me as it was extremely badly planned or thought out. I mean... So well, before, I walked, before we talk about the incident, I walked from Plasto yeah. Station and all the way down there, right to the very end, past the Black Lion, there were meat wagons parked. Yeah, the w- meat wagons caused a lot of crush. But before the Green Street crush, as it's called, happened, we we got in the ground. The, the ground was supposed to open at quarter past six. Now we we were still out on Green Street and around that area at that time. We probably didn't get into what seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, probably. I, we were told by most people. That 6.45 was the earliest people got in and some gates didn't open to 7 o'clock. And again, the whole point of us getting down there at half five, John, is we wanted to go in the ground. But why did the club, this is the question, why did the club not open the gates earlier? I've got no idea. You would have thought their gates would have just been open to anyone. And I mean, we were in the ground because we wanted to grab our free T-shirt and our wristband and what else did we and get? And nobody else's. Yeah. Like some other people. Well, there were there were people. When I spoke to a steward there, there were a few missing around us. And the steward, chief steward in Trevor Brook and Lower, said to me, there were people when the gates opened with bags, filling up t-shirts. Why didn't they stop them then? Well, they said there was nothing. There were three. There's nothing they could do. That's what they told me. Well, they're not. They're, they're um, and then I don't know if you saw them. You, well, you you alerted me, didn't you, John, to the um, t-shirt snatcher scenario, which yeah, I wrote on, about on eBay, Clarity. yeah. That was John Joe Human. John Joe, yeah. So. Uh, the person took them down in the end, but I, I was told a lot of people contacted me. Um, they to should complain know. People should name and shame. If anyone sees it, they should get on, get on to Claret and you. Yeah. And you should name and shame them. Yeah. Of saying they didn't get their t shirt, they turned up. Well, John Joe was one of the people, wasn't he? You didn't get his t shirt. Was he? That's why he was racing. Well, we saw some people leaving row carrier bags at the end. It was absolutely rammed. You could see they were yeah. rammed with t shirts. So let's go back to the, let's call it the coach incident on the corner of Barking Road and um, Green Street before it started. We didn't obviously see it because we were in the ground, but we did speak to eyewitnesses, didn't we, that that saw it? Um, We did. And and what I was told, and you can join in, is they were busy having a sort of party carnival atmosphere that we witnessed. Sean! And people had... Um, been pushed back by police. Sorry, that was Huey. Um, have been pushed back by police with on horses with batons drawn. Yeah, well, we've, I've seen and, it before. I've and seen the police do that. So before. people have been drinking like George since one o'clock. So some of them are, were quite merry. They've been squeezed back for a 
Man United coach, come on, people are not very happy about that. The Man United coach was late. I know LG VG said they were five minutes behind, but that's, that's not true. That's easy for you to say, Sean. I can tell you now, because I've seen footage, the West Ham coach arrived at 6.07 in the West Ham players. We saw the West Ham coach coming in. We did. The interview was going on at the time, yeah. wasn't it, w for ITV? With yeah, what it was, they was barely moving, wasn't it? And, and they didn't arrive to 6.55, so I can't see how they can say it. They were staying, by the way, up the road, three miles up the road at the Four Seasons Hotel in Docklands. Why did they leave? At I, half yeah, past I mean, any, anyone trying to get anywhere in London doesn't leave particularly at half five unless they have to, do they? It's just, it, the whole thing is just ridiculous. And so the way it's been reported is it, it was like it was the end yeah. of the world. And, you know, there was a lot of the stuff that was thought quite amusing. There's the pictures of Lingard laughing and people going, pray for them. And, all this sort of stuff. It was it was absolutely but over the it top. It looked ridiculous. a lot worse. It lasted about twenty four seconds, but of course that beamed all around the world. I read an article in the Guardian where he said, "Look, a lot of it was fruit and plastic bottles and glasses." He only said only three or four glass bottles were thrown, and that's what caused the damage, obviously. But the majority was the plastic bottles and plastic glasses from the pub. And fruit, they were throwing tomatoes. He goes, yeah, the worst that happened to me is I got tomato juice over me. Well, the, the bottom line is they should have been, <coughs> in, they should have been <coughs> in there for about four o'clock. They should have had a police escort in. And it, it's just that road was... Yeah. You've seen I mean, the, we've the all seen the pictures on Twitter, what that road was the like. The police don't seem to want to take any responsibility for this. It, is, it was bad policing. Bad the policing. The, and then you've got to admit, the club should have opened their gates earlier as well. Yeah. And Man United should have planned better. But we don't condone the, f the four or five fans who did probably throw these bottles. Yeah, this, you, you can't condone people attacking the coach, but we're not the only ones. It was done in it context. Either. No, yeah. Liverpool. I put up something about Liverpool doing stuff. They had lasers pointed at the Villarreal uh, coach, and they had smoke bombs, which are uh, illegal. They're classed as fireworks, and they were throwing cans. But guess what? No one mentioned it. Why? Because the press won't mention anything And Man United fans done it to Man City. Yeah. Weren't mentioned. It's always West Ham bashing. But it's just the whole thing was, you know, the police, their only solution to try and get their coach through was to charge through the crowd on horses. What's that? That turns a celebratory atmosphere into a writer's atmosphere. Anyway, we probably said enough. We missed it. We missed all of it. We only saw the videos and heard about it afterwards. But we were waiting around. That was the other thing. We're in the ground. No information whatsoever. Yeah, they never the made stewards, an announcement, No they? announcement. The stewards, oh, we're asking the stewards, is it delayed? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. No one knew. Shocking. Next thing, West Ham ran out of beer. That is the travesty. No, the, the next that should have got the headlines. The next <laughs> thing was we had a bloody good game. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the game. Because it's not a police podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like Sting. Yeah, true. So let's talk about the game, George. Uh, so let me try and remember. So We, we started won 3-2. Well, no, I know we won. Uh, but we started very well, didn't we? Everyone was playing out yeah. their skin. Um, we got a good goal. Yeah. Uh, and then we went in at half-time feeling pretty confident, I think. But obviously wary of Man United and their ability to come back. Sacco got the first goal, just to remind you, after 10 minutes yeah, in your weary state. Very it was a deflected hit, wasn't it? It was, it was but, it was but we deserved it, it and we were all over them. Yeah, no, it, it was, was great. It, it and was it gave great. us the enthusiasm. To but again, we had, we had similar to a little bit like yesterday, to be honest. We had some really good opportunities and we didn't take them. Carol got put through, didn't he? One-on-one. -on -one. And just fluffed his lines completely, hit it straight to keeper. So it was a little bit sort of like. So did it, I mean they had the possession by the way. I just give you the stats. They had fifty nine percent of the possession, so our forty one. Um, we had twenty shots with six on target. Try and guess how many they shots they had. They all had game. three. Three shots with two on target. Yeah, I know. They but scored the two of their three, three chances. Shots, yeah, but we say that again. Know, the first half we were so much better than them and we should have been more than one goal in front and that's again what's let us down is our finishing. Yeah. So we were full of uh, optimism. We went at, at half-time um, 
as we've already said, we, we went down for a beer, but couldn't get one because they'd run out of beer. Um, but there was good atmosphere still. There was people singing. Not a lot of tears or emotion, though, I found. No, there were a few embraces, weren't there? Yeah. yeah there was a lot of people saying goodbye to people because you're not going to be sat with them. And that. I was saying things like, John, that's the last time I'm walking over this road. That's the last time I go past that pool. Why are you never coming back here? You're not going to come and see the flats when they're finished, he said. Well, exactly, and of course you will. It's the last time I pu- walked past Ken's gaff, I was saying. Uh, anyway. Saying, shut up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the game itself was then. But, but you've got to give it, second half, they came at us and. They did, they turned, they turned it round and the place sort of fell a bit quiet for a few minutes and then we... Uh, Not massively quiet, well, was it? It was loud, pretty just much. Just to remind you, 51 minutes or six minutes yeah, Martial. Martial. Great goal. Well, it was a, no, that was the second goal. It was a great goal, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, what, that's what we meant. 51 and 72. So they had that little spell. His first goal was like just a sort of pretty much a, a tapping, tap wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, but his second goal was really good. Was it really good or was it a bad bit of goalkeeping? A bit of both, but you've got to give the attack credit, surely. Surely. Come on. I mean, we, we won. We, Let's both, we both stood there and went, how's he got that in yeah. there? I must admit, when we were 2 1 down, I thought, oh, Christ. Well, I think a lot of people did, but we, we got a goal fairly quickly after. We did, didn't we? and I thought, 2 1 down, this could, this could end badly. And I really, uh, and I was sort of thinking, oh, I hope, I just don't want to stay. If we lose, I don't want to stay for the closing ceremony. Well, we didn't lose because we got a great goal back from Mr. Antonio. Mikel Antonio, the England internet. Oh, no, he didn't get caught up. Oh, he didn't get caught up. No, Mikel Antonio scored a great goal. And then, obviously, Winston Reid. Four minutes later, Mr. Winston Reid. Scored the last ever goal at the bowling ground. What an achievement. What an achievement. What an achievement. Well... Are we going to count all the charity games and the West Ham ladies games or you mean just the last Premier League? No, I'm not taking any notes goal. of any of that other stuff that's going on. So, I, I said, I did a review of the closing ceremony. I said that was my closing ceremony. Celebrating Winston Reid's goal. That was the achievement. When the whistle, and it was a nervy last 10 minutes, wasn't it? was. Watching it to win. But that final whistle, that's probably when the, one of two emotions came over me. I, there was another time later during the closing ceremony but that's when it sort of hit me and I thought yes it really and the only time I felt slightly emotional was the final whistle when we'd won yeah, it was a mix me of too. it was a mix of football joy and realizing that was it yeah but we got through it we did we, got we were all right and we had to, we seemed to wait an age then obviously we were already running 45 minutes late and we then had to wait while they put this crossed hammers and the stage up which seemed for ages well I, I've watched that on the telly since I haven't been there and watched it it was chaotic when we were there we couldn't hear half the time could we the sound kept cutting in and out we kept there's uh, quite a lot of interviews with players which seemed to me a bit sort of pointless really in that scenario because the sound system's not very good anyway yeah and it didn't work in our ground, in our stand quite often, did it? Well, we it's not we just our sound. I've spoken to people in West End and Bobby Moore, and they Bobby said Moore the same. Lower, yeah. I, I did speak to the club. I wrote a review, right? And I, it didn't go down very well. And I got some rather, well, I'll say, um, disappointed. I got, I, got some, I got some very uh, blunt feedback back from my. Um, well, what did you do a negative review, did you? Well, I said it was embarrassing. It was. It wasn't embarrassing, but I it wasn't I very I good. I said it was, it was some I mean people thought it was uh, cheap and naff. Uh, it went on for too long. It was too slow moving. It was just, you know, having been there, it just seemed very... Well, it was back to front. They had to do the clunky, fireworks first. It? They did twist. Like I enjoyed the twist and shout bit, but instead of... That was supposed to be the finale, but they did it first because there's an 11 o'clock law that says you've got to Can't play the fireworks first. But to be fair... When it starts with the fireworks and the music and that, you, your You're expectations only go down, were up. Go yeah. Down, yeah. And you sort of thought, hold on, this is going to be quite good. But, I mean, I just thought it was wrong that um, you just got one, you just got cab after cab. Fair enough. More interviews. Look, Bianca Westwood, love her, but I don't think she was the right person for this. But for I, that I, 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 I think she's done all right. And, and but the whole thing 
really. Could have that could have been it, couldn't it? The cabs, people in the middle. But it just seemed to go on for an age, and we. I mean, it didn't help. We couldn't hear it. I felt really sorry for the people in the middle. Yeah, they stood in the middle. What happens to the Absolutely pissing it down, and they were just stood there, just getting absolutely drenched for about twenty minutes. And the in the dark, interviews Billy in the Bonds stand. didn't turn up. Interviews in the stand. No one could find. No one knew who was yeah, talking who, to who. Whoever was operating the spotlight couldn't find the right people. Billy Billy Bonds. It was a mixture of one. He didn't want to come out in the rain. Fair enough. He, he was he was quite ill, and he didn't want to bring his family out. Secondly, the traffic. But also, I don't know if you know this about Billy Bonds. A bit like um, Bobby Moore. He doesn't like fuss, and he he just cringed at being up there talking in front. He hates it at the best of times. It's it's not his natural forte. Anyway, and Jeff Hurst didn't turn up. They're for footballers, reason. aren't they? They're not. Let's just say contractually they couldn't come to an agreement for him to appear, and I won't say any more than that because I don't really want to su- sully his memory. So obviously the game finished. Sure, me and you carried on. We went to the Vic after after the uh, the. We did. We met party. lots of people who'd stolen their seats and pre- a lot of people had. Did you see the sign that someone had this yeah. Trevor Brook inside getting on the train? Yeah, I've seen that. Hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, and what happened to us, George? We then got a, we got a cab home. We walked in the rain to the Vic, and about quarter past one, after all the trains and all the buses and everything had stopped, we got an Uber cab taxi. An Uber car. cab. An Uber cab. We did. How much did it cost? A lot of money. Anyway, let's move on now because <laughs> we, we've managed to talk 20 minutes about that and we yeah. want to keep this short and sweet. Uh, so we'll quickly move on to the Stoke game, which happened yesterday. I just want to mention the last thing. The only emotional bit I did have apart from that, I just it was we've had quite Mark, a few now. Mark Noble. When Mark Noble started welling up and he got emotional when he talked, that was the only bit that I sort of welled Too up. Too good for England. Too good for More England. More of that later, yeah. as you would say. Absolutely. Uh, so quickly on to Stoke. Uh, we started the game really well. Amazing. Today, well. Live on Sky. First half. Sun was brilliant. out. Yeah. Um, and I thought we we should have been at least two or three up from the first half. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, went in at half time. But we said in the first half, John, you and I watched it, that we need another goal because they're going to come out fighting in the second half. Yep. And that is exactly what happened. That's yep. exactly what happened. Another goal from Mikel Antonio. Very good goal as well, I yep. thought. Really good. He twisted around on a, t- on a sixpence. Yeah, good goal by him. Sacco missed a couple. Well, you won't they? know what a sixpence is. Let's call it a ten. Sacco missed, Sacco missed a very good chance. Valencia missed a very good chance. chance. Kiyote was very unlucky. Yeah. We Some have, like, again, it's our finishing let us down. Someone said about uh, Sacco, he used to be good when he was hungry and he was unknown. Now he thinks he's a Ronaldo. And I don't think that's the case. I, I just don't think... Know. I don't know what's going on, but he's not fit. He's is not he finishing? Is he? He's not fit. Fit is he? Because he's not long come back from a long term injury. And we course we miss Payet, who who's had a small knock. No, well, we miss Payet. We didn't miss him in the first half. We we created enough opportunities to win that game. Definitely, I agree. I mean, it did work. Pushing push uh, Antonio. Antonio up, was brilliant. He was. He does play better in that role than the, as a right back. Yeah, he does because when that's he when his he's position when he does his, when he does his air kicks, it doesn't cost so much. Does I'm it? sorry, I s- I'm still going to slag him off. Um, Emaniki did nothing. Enna Valencia, who I said I thought was in France because he posted a picture in France the day before, might as well have been in France because he was ineffective too. You Boy's can't you can't just assume someone's in the country they're in because they post a picture of it, Sean. I did. I post pictures of my holidays frequently and I'm not there. All right. Well, I got it wrong. Ooh. It'd be interested to see your pictures. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram if you want. Mm. Uh so yeah, we, we ended up losing the game two one. Uh, I th- I think a draw would have been a fair result. But they nicked it. Uh one talking point for us watching it together, John, was that Imbula, who scored the first goal for Stoke, who'd already been booked, then went and ran and celebrated almost Died in the crowd, the crowd yeah. and didn't get booked. We both said, I'll see him off then. He's got to be sent off He's going to get sent off now, look. Yellow card, yellow card. And didn't walked get away. It. Not even the commentators mentioned it. Nah. No one mentioned it. It's one of those things. Sean didn't even write an article about it, even though uh, we asked I him to. I started to write an article. I just didn't I don't understand. It. Another I, referee inconsistency costing West Ham in the long run. I've seen Freddie Picciano get sent off for that. And I've seen Payet get a yellow card for it this season at Bournemouth. I don't understand what is the rules. Why does it only apply to some teams? 
I don't know. FA. We need to find out the rules on this. What the actual rule is in the in the Premier League or the FA rule? Well, if someone could post it on the Facebook group for you, then you. Uh, yeah. uh, FIFA rules state that, in the opinion, uh, FIFA rules state that a player must be cautioned when he climbs to onto a perimeter fence to celebrate a goal being scored, or he removes his shirt over his head or covers his head with his shirt. Right, so which one did he do? Because I couldn't find footage of it afterwards. Obviously, I well saw he, it at the time. He ran to the perimeter fence and, and put his arms into, into the, crowd. the crowd. Right, he definitely did that. 100%. He did. Right. Yeah. Well, then he should have been booked. He should have. That's what we said. That's you what were right, boys. <laughs> That's why we brought it up on the podcast. I should have written an article about that. You should have written an article It's still not too late. Anyway, that's... Um, that's uh, prevented us with an automatic qualification spot for Europe, but there's still yeah. hope, given that Man United could win the cup and we'd get the seventh place entering into the third qualifying yeah. round, I think. Would that be the case? That's right. Which means you'd have to win that tie to be in the group um, stage. I mean, just to say from the stats, we did dominate from a point of 20 shots, seven on target, to their seven shots, four on target. So again, um, I, I know you were saying it was just the first half, but... Um, the overall, uh, you know, um, performance was worthy of a win. It was. And that everyone was scratching their head afterwards. We had going, 20 shots, seven on target. That? Stoke had seven shots, four on target. We had 53% possession. Yeah. There you what go. What went wrong? I don't know. Should we hear what the gaffer had Why to say? Why don't we ask the gaffer? There you go. Sure, sure. Let's hear what the gaffer had to say. Slavin, the outcome is that... The Europa League is now in the balance. You're relying on Manchester United winning the FA Cup. Is, is frustration the overwhelming emotion today on that and also the fact you've not won today? Yeah, 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 a bit. I mean, today was was, uh, was the last game of the season and it was uh, basically the most important thing was to win, no matter how, and that we didn't do. Uh, so from that aspect, I'm, I'm, we are very disappointed and all that. Uh, also, when you, I mean... Stoke, uh, I would like to congratulate them, but because they didn't steal it, they just took their chances. I mean, but the number, it's it's very hard to to take this defeat. Like we we created, I mean, for big majority of the game or the whole game, we, we were a much better team and we played really good football, and we 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 simply you had to take at least 50 percent of your chances, and we created I don't know seven eight of them, and on when the result was 1-0 or 1-1 and, and you have to score if it was basketball I told to the guys at the halftime that we should that we would be I don't know 20 points clear of 15 it was but unfortunately it's football and and you only won up so uh, despite the thing that we lost uh, one part of me is uh, if I'm analyzing the game happy because we, we we played really good football and we played we had a good game. They were to totally dominant in a very difficult uh, away game. So, but uh, we are big disappointed that we lost our sixth place at the last game of the season in this way. Yeah. And the goals that you conceded um, could have defended both of those better, surely? Oh, and the both of their goals. The first one is a good goal. It was half counter attack. It's he's he's a good player that can. When he, tra I mean, in Bula, when he travels with the ball, he, he's in no time. He's there, so it was a good strike. That okay, you can analyze every goal, but it it was a good goal. The second one was quite cheap uh, from from set piece, especially when you consider how many chances we had we had from from the set pieces, and you don't score, and they had one, and they scored a goal. But they took, you know what I mean? They they took their chances. And, and that made the difference today. So instead of being, I don't know, 3 nil up and cruising in the game, we let them, because they're going to, I mean, they're good enough, of course, they're going to create something. And they took it. Instead of 3 nil up, it's 1-1. One, one. And then instead of 2-1 two, two, up for us, they, they score. So not very typical in football, but it happens a lot. That's why it's football, yeah. So many positives this season for West Ham. You've broken so many club records for the club in the Premier League. So when you reflect on that in the summer, that must bring you great satisfaction. Of course, it was a great season for us. Uh, it, it was, well, in the beginning of the season, there were many questions uh, or, or question marks. 
new manager then the second part of last season was not as good then uh, moving from from bowling ground to new stadium that gets 20,000 more capacity Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Whatever, then a uh, historic stadium like, like Upton Park is all that. Uh, the expectations and the pressure were like was big, like and uh, to react like this and to be like one of the big positive sides in the whole league. Uh, it's 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 really it it makes us proud and it's, uh, it it gives us the reason to say that this season was very very successful for us. No, no matter that in the last couple of games, or not in the last couple of games, in the last game we lost something that we thought is, is there for us, you know. But I'm telling you, one part of me is disappointed and all that, but when the players play like this, I, I can't be totally disappointed, yeah. Final question then, um, for there to be Europa League football in the Olympic Stadium next season, you need Manchester United to win the Cup. Do you go to Wembley next week with a red and white scarf on to no, cheer them on? No way, no way. But I'm going to expect them to win, of course. And it's going to be hard for them. But they are like uh, they are favourites, of course. Although it's a fake Cup final, but after after you you witness something like this, so that there are no that that they are favourites, it doesn't mean a lot. Yeah, but of course that we're gonna that we're gonna be their fans for 90 minutes and hope that they're going to win. There you go. That is what the gaffer had to say. What do you think, John, for the last time this season? I think he's wonderful. Does he talk a lot of sense? He talks a lot of sense, the man. Good. I'm glad that you haven't fallen out for him. Do you think he made any mistakes in in his setup or his tactics on Sunday? I think he's made mistakes in his setup and tactics over the season. I don't necessarily think so much on Sunday, but I believe the man will learn from his mistakes. I do love him, though. And I think he will succeed. Talking of managers who've made mistakes. Oh, lovely link there. (laughs) Like Uh, The England squad was announced today for the European Championships taking place in France. And the leak list we had last week was fake. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. Um, but obviously, we look straight for names of our own, such as Noble, Cresswell, and Antonio and Carroll, and none of them appeared. So, to not just sound like a biased West Ham fan, I'm going to hit you with some stats. Gordon, I've done a bit of research on this. Oh, I like that. I hope you're proud. So, Premier League goals and assists. Antonio, 15, combined. Lalana 10. Sterling, 9. Rashford, 6. Townsend, 6. Rashford's a joke. Townsend's a joke. Antonio has scored eight goals with three assists, majority from right-back position. And he's played 2,063 minutes. Townsend has four goals and two assists and played a total of 1,089 minutes. So Antonio beats him. Both times. 
plus Newcastle went down, which is the team that Townsend was playing for for half a season. Noble has more goals. This is my favourite stat. Noble has more goals this season than the whole of Wilshere's career for <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> and uh, Delph played 751 minutes this season. Wilshere 141 minutes. Delph is the one that confuses And Noble me. has played 3,205 minutes consistently for West Ham. Uh, Delph has two goals. Noble has a seven. Delph has no assist. Noble has four. So it's not just me being a biased West Ham fan. No. The stats don't lie. Well, I, don't, I, I mean, Antonio, all right. Noble, I can understand him missing out. I can't, but Sean. I, actually, I can't. I would have actually... The big one was Antonio. If you wanted something different. No. And I don't even say Andy Carroll as well. As a plan B, no. I, I Antonio can and Carroll I can were accept, two shoe I can accept Noble based on some other various things. Because we've got a lot of good midfielders. When you include... But he's better than Delph. Delph. Way, not yeah, he's better than Delph. We, we're agreed on that. And Wilshire's not even played a full game for yeah, us. Yeah, and we're agreed but on I mean, I tweeted out saying that without my West Ham hat on, you know, basically this, the squad's made out of bottling Spurs players. 1-0 to Brighton. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's good. Bot bottling Spurs players, out of form Everton players, and Fabian Delph. It's like, you know, what... What chance have we got? No, it's true. What, and, and I thought Aaron Cresswell a, a naturally glifted, you know, left uh, left. Um, I can no, I can understand Cresswell because we've got we've got Rose who's just can't not be played. But like yeah. you say, you're a bottling Tottenham fan. Yeah, I player, just sorry. watching Spurs well. Spurs meltdown this last two three weeks. Do you are you? Really happy that the base of no. most of this. Well, England one team one West Ham fan said, and I'll see if you agree. That's it. I'm supporting Pia and, <laughs> and no, Sprouts you can't. It's, it's just it does make you. Just well, what's the thing? Uh, Alala Blues. Um, Alala Blue. Alala Blue. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Right. I'm supporting. You France. just had to copy the noises John was making, yeah, and you can even do that. <laughs> right. Go on, say it one more time. Ah. Alala Blue. Alala Blue. Oh damn. Hey. Yeah. I'm supporting France and Pia. Uh, do we? Uh, that's it, really. Yeah, um, I, yeah I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I think it's wrong. But you know what? Someone said, "Great." It yeah, means that our players will pros. be fresher and have fresher I agree. legs, I'm not, I'm not, and they I'm won't get injured. So fuck England oh, and sure. fuck the Euros. Oh. I sent I sent Noble a uh, tweet. Oh, I'm what? not. I'm not saying that we would win. Did you see it? No. I said, "Don't worry about that, Mug Hodgson." Go and have a cracking holiday. You deserve it. Love you, Skip. Love you. And then hashtag too good for England. Oh. Yeah. And and about half an hour later, he actually tweeted saying, thank you all for your personal messages of support. George. So he must have read mine. Uh, I hope you did, Mark. I, I just don't Have a good think, holiday. I, do you know what? I know you're going to I don't care about England and I don't care about these Euros I don't, now. I just, I'm not saying if our players I were included, we were more likely to win anything. I'm Roy just saying. Is a joke. I'm just saying from a, Picking an, an England team, it continues always to be the same. It's on reputation as opposed to. Form. We are going to crash and burn, though. And that's if why. If you think we're going to get anything that's close, that's why to we the will never. Shall we let anyone else go on? Go on, you speak. <laughs> why, why don't we will never win or do anything with England because of that was the sole reason they always pick on reputation. Apparently, they asked Sam Allardyce whether he would be a replacement after. England crash and burn in the Euros. Who said that? It was on uh, Talk Sport. You can guess who it was. His old mate. Um, who does a, no, who does the drive in the morning? Brazil. 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 He loves Sam Allardyce. And Sam Allardyce came Another one. and said, oh, I'm concentrating on... Jermaine Defoe, how's he not got anything? Yeah, true. 15 goals. Yeah. For 17 goals. 17 goals. Yeah. And you, know, you can understand this Rashford because he looks a good player. Yeah. But he should be putting in the 21s. Yeah. He should go with the 21s and, you know, he's... Look what happened to Theo Walcott. And there's another stat, actually, on Walcott that he... That Hodgson's claim for not picking Walcott was that he hasn't played enough, even though he's played more than... Did he mention something about Noble? I don't know if he Someone did. Someone said he did. I don't know if he did. But the good news is Sam Howells got in and so did um, Reese Oxford. Uh, I think Reese Oxford's in the under-19s, isn't he? And Sam Howes, I don't know, yeah, under 18s well. or under 17s. But so I just think, I mean, you look at what happened to Walt Walcott when he got taken again in place of Defoe, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, has, he ever, has, has he ever succeeded really since then? No. no too much too soon for these kids. 
England will never win a, a championship or a World Cup until three West Ham players are playing again. Mark my words. Well, that might sound biased. That may not necessarily be the, the real fact. The fact is we will never win anything until we get a proper manager who manages it True. In, a, in a proper way. Slavin Bilic, after he's finished at West Ham, to manage England. Yeah. Is it, why are you talking about Oxford? Is it true that he's stalling on his new contract? Yeah, Oxford. Well, you say he's stalling. Uh, so when he signed, only six months away, uh, he only can sign a two-year contract because when you're 17, that's the maximum you can s- So they want to sign up a new one before anyone comes sniffing Five around. years. Huh? For five years. Possibly. Um, but they can't do it until he's 18. Now, he's not 18 until December. So they're trying to put pre-contract. deals in pre-contract. Well, not not pre-contract. They're trying to put a deal in front of him that he agrees and he signs it ready for December. So a pre-contract. All right, a pre-contract. <laughs> but a pre-contract usually doesn't mean anything. He could sign the deal ahead of the time to kick in in December, right? His representatives want more money. He's on seven grand a week, which is not bad for a 17-year-old who doesn't actually play in the first team. No, it's not. Uh, they want a lot more. How much more? I don't know. But to be fair, you know, but they want a lot more than seven grand a week. At what stage? He's on three hundred and sixty. What's that? Three hundred and sixty something grand. Was he seventeen? You saying seventeen? And he doesn't. He's an under twenty-one player. At what stage? Most we've ever played for a player that age who doesn't play for the first team. At what stage does he actually get into the first team and more well, around he has, it? And he, he, he played against Arsenal for the first game and well, pocketed Ozil. So, you know, he's, he's getting to the stage when after he's 18, 19, that sort of age, he looks like he's going to end up being a first team player, doesn't he? Let's hope so. Anyway, we have signed a new player today for the first team. Yeah, it wasn't that great Nort, announcement. Nort and fight. Because... We haven't really signed him. If you look back in May, like three weeks ago, we'd already put an announcement on the official site to say we're going to sign him in <laughs> on the first of July, uh, first of August, um, first July, yeah, first July. So today's we announcement just announced it again. We, we just announced it again. Honestly, it was like the fifteenth of May we made an announcement we're going to sign him on the first. So today was just another sort of media thing because it's the first day of the transfer window. And uh, another announcement. Five years, the by the way, three. A free yeah, transfer. Good, good signing by all accounts. Apparently, he's a very good player. Yeah, I don't know a lot Defensive about him. Defensive midfielder who can play. He's just a direct replacement for Song, isn't he? He is. And he, but he can play centre back as well, apparently. Versatile. Like it. Uh, other news today is that Elliot Lee has left us. Yeah, did you see his pe- what he I penned? I did, and I completely agree with him. Do you? Absolutely. I didn't see what he painted. Got to be once. given chances, haven't so you? So he said he never had any real chances, but shit happens. That's life. He basically s- thanked everyone. He'd been there since thirteen years, and he'd been there since the under eights. He said, "Thanks for everyone who helped me in my career, but I need to kickstart it now." Uh, I love all you fans, but for th- uh, the w- who didn't give up on me, but for the ones who did give up on me, he I'm just said, m- "For the people that have given up on me, I can't wait to prove you all wrong." Prove you all wrong. What's wrong with that? Quite like that. But you know what? Quite a lot of players have said that. Can I just put what I think is my side, and you might shout me down afterwards? If Elliot Lee, right, was going to make it at the top, he went out on five loans, didn't he, and played at something like sixty different appearances, and scored maybe, I don't know, six, eight or nine goals. He's going down to Championship, League mm. One, League Two between them. He needs to be, if he's going to make it in the Premier League, he needs to be a prolific scorer, banging them in day in, day out at those lower levels to make it in, in the Premier League. Look at Vardy. Look at even Antonio. Antonio was knocking them in. So Did my only point uh, is, he was given a chance on five different loans, long-term loans, to prove his point. And well, one of them was Blackpool, happen. absolute basket case of a club. Did you, but before you decided to use this as a, point of argument did yeah. you look at the history that harry kane came through at i didn't you can you can correct me i said harry, harry kane had his very similar loans not particularly very prolific and got a chance in the first team at tottenham would you know what i'd love to be proved wrong i am one of those doubters that probably gave up on him all right i'll be honest about that um i think it is the right choice to move him on and i am happy to be proved wrong i say i i would I would have thought 
at the beginning of this season, they should have kept hold of him and not bothered with Jelovic and then given him a chance and go. Really? There you go. I don't think he's strong enough. Quickly whiz through some targets that we've been linked with. Andros Townsend, who's apparently better than Mike Mikel Antonio. Nathan Redmond, who I'd love to sign. Love. He's only yeah. 22, which is yeah. crazy. Uh, Wijnaldum from Newcastle and Gokhan Torre. And then Serge Aurier, Gregory van der Ville, who's leaving on a free, I think, yeah. from PSG. And Raphael, is that the ex-Man United Raphael? Yeah. I wouldn't want him. Right backs. Because we want a right back um, and we want a winger. Obviously, we, I can give you some update on the striker situation. Um, I'm trying to remember his name because I always pronounce it wrong. Um, Sacco? No. Bashui. Bash. Yeah, it was close enough. We're, we're not interested anymore. We've been outpriced on the market. They're going silly, and we're out of the market for him now. Fair enough. And Lassiette? Lassiette? Lacazette. Lacazette. Is it Lacazette? Lacazette. We, we did one bid. We came back. We tried to put another bid in. It's going to turn into a Dutch auction, and we're, that's not going to happen either. So I can pretty much say that those two are out. The first one, definitely Lacazette. <coughs> We're not going to compete. We're not going to pay silly money for him. And therefore, there are a number of other targets. As we, as already been revealed, uh, Vardy is one of them. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> we couldn't say at the time because uh, we were sworn to secrecy. But um, it's out there now. And yeah, 25 million pid for, for Vardy. Hilarious. Why is that hilarious? Do you know what? He is a West Ham type player. I'm sure he you is. You just don't think he will leave. He's just been on his like eighth bus tour around Leicester, hasn't he, today? And his eighth can of Fosters as yeah, well. Did you see like that? What, why would you leave Leicester? Uh, a number of players are leaving us. Yeah. Youth players. Yeah. Elliot Lee, we've already mentioned. Leo Chambers, Janai Gordon, Nathan Mavila, uh, Amos Nasher, and the others I haven't actually heard of. They're all leaving. Well, they're having a clear out because they're bringing guys Happens in. Like, year, like Martinez. You see, Martinez, he scored today. We were in this Dutch. You see, we lost against a Brazilian team 6-5 on penalties day in this uh, Dutch tournament. But he scored uh, twice. Um, so he's apparently supposed to be the real deal. Could end up in the first team. Now, there are, I, I'm sure you heard, David Gold said there's seven or eight players leaving. Um, and we know who they are. So Moses... Uh, Song, Emeniki are the free loans going. Uh, Enna Valencia is almost definitely going to China. Apparently, we've been offered 13.5 million. We only bought him for 12, so not a small little profit there. So that's four. Uh, Joey O'Brien's going, that's five. Um, who else? And I, I've, I think the other two are probably Stephen Hendry, I don't think it's really made it and, and we could get probably get a better <coughs> backup and Henry Donnell 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 well he's another one that really it sounds made. like it's going to be a busy transfer window then for us so yeah so David Gold said in a uh, golf do that seven or eight and I spoke to the guy who was there seven or eight going and seven or eight coming in to replace exciting them. exciting Ooh. transfer deadline day there you go. So that is the transfer update for you. I reckon Saka's going to go as well. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I've been having an argument with Huey about this on Clarence Hugh. I think he might go. Huey thinks, nah, he's staying. And the His house is up for sale or well, something. Well, no, no. That, that, that was explained. He moved to another house. So the people who own the house wanted to sell it for 2.3 million. He was million. only renting. He was All renting right. it. They wanted him to buy it. He didn't want to buy it. And he's moved house. So that that's on its own not. His head's gone, though. I mean, he's got a lot of problems with his private life that we won't go into. Uh, ticket office fiasco part two, Sean, quickly. Yeah, please. all I'll say is, right, when we were moving, everybody said, the chairman said, everybody said, see tickets, this French company, when we get rid of them, everything's great, we're going to Ticketmaster, we've got a new site, a new call centre, etc. Today, the biggest day so far for the system to work, because the Juventus tickets went to members, Claret members who paid 40 quid and priority list people that paid a tenner. They're the next people after season ticket holders by Juventus. This is quick. Yeah. They spent a nightmare. 38 
people waiting. When you rung up, 38, I called up, and there was 35 waiting. Over a half an hour wait. That Why did you call up? You got your tickets. I just tried to, to verify the, the story. You've got to, as a journalist, you try and verify stories. And so and if you call on your... journalist? If you um, call on the mobile, that's 17 quid, 58p a minute. So it's scandalous. They're charging thirty percent more. One pound ninety-five for your booking fee. You've got to pay forty-two quid for your with your booking fee for your your membership, and then you've got to buy the Juventus tickets, which are in the minimum of thirty quid to fifty quid. It's expensive, and you've got to pay seventeen quid for your phone call. And you can't use your e-purse. You can't use your e-purse yet. You're right. Now the other problem is, so I go and book them from the new Super Duper website. So you know they were going to double, triple the amount of people on the phones. It didn't work today. It failed. Epic fail. But go on the website. Guess what happened on the website? It John? failed. It collapsed. Trick it crashed. collapsed. Not only did it crash, people found they couldn't get um, things into the basket. They couldn't check out, oh and the great big oh queuing thing oh said, oh "You're in a queue due to heavy oh. demand. You'll have to wait up to thirty minutes to get served." Oh, 30 Pray, for them. 30. Pray for them. Thirty. Thirty. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm sorry, Ticketmaster, West Ham, you failed us. Uh, West Ham ladies, there's a talk of a charity game being played at the end of the season. It went to a poll on the official website, which there were claims there was um, hijacked. Well, by first Arsenal of all, I don't United know what fans. your views on this. Man Lots United of people. Fans, they, they tweeted it out there. We are on 50 minutes, guys. Right. Just so you know, we've just saying, still got a lot to get through. People said that should have been the last thing. When, when uh, Bobby Moore switched off the lights, that should be it. In reality, and I've just done something on Clarence Hugh, there's lots of games. Royal Engineers are playing Upton Park, Royal Ormond Street, Football Aid, all these other things. But the question I ask you two guys, do you care whether the West Ham I'd rather it not be. Why? I think that should have been it. it should be should have done that. Do you know what? If they wanted to, Spurs ladies could spend 10 grand and hire the pitch. It's, it's open for private hire. Who cares? Uh, they should do a uh, crowdfund and Spurs fans. Well, then... So you don't have a problem with it? It past, was hijacked. Tightly past caring. Um, but when we've run our own queue uh, um, on Clarence Hugh, it was something like 68% or 67% didn't want it to go ahead. And, and maybe Jack Sullivan will I think heed it was, the I, warning. I think it was a lot the way that Jack Sullivan put it out there, to yeah. be fair. Free entry and whatever. But You're you like, know, hold on a minute. You just had like a near riot where people were trying to turn up to get into the ground for a night. Russell Brand and you were gonna, you're gonna James Corden. Front opens a free entry. James Corden. He's gonna play for the. He police. was going. No, he said he would do. Yeah, it's just the other thing they've said really quickly. I know we're behind on time, but it's the last one, George. Is apparently they're worried about health and safety. So if the fans have gone there, people have been pulling up their seats, and all the health and safety signs and fire exit signs are missing because people have nicked them. There's jagged pieces of plastic which they're worried about if any big crowd Absolutely. came to the bowling ground. Uh, but so it might but not open it up as a free entry, yeah? yeah. Anyone? Well, no, well, I think they're worried about it's, it. It's it might not happen. Again, it's just like... It's amateur. It's just, yeah, it's Piss poor planning. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Uh, Hammers earn £85 million from 7th play finish. So, I, 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 I was just... <laughs> we <laughs> Great. Right, so there's going to be a problem... With the athletics. Athletics is the bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. So if we qualify for Europe. Yeah. Right. Which we can do still. Which we can do if the FA, with Man United win the FA Cup. Our first game, which will be on the 28th or 27th of July, I can't remember. They're still going to be doing athletics there. So we can't play it. Athletics. Athletics. Well, that's what happens when you end up renting and a stadium. And next season, the following stadium. season, 2017, 2018... They've got the World Championships that doesn't finish to the 21st of August. So the first two games will have to be somewhere else. We're either have to after the Premier it? League to have two games. We can't have a pre-season friendly. We can't play Europa League. We're going to have to play somewhere else. We're going to have to have a ground share with White Hart Lane. Yeah. Or well, we're going to be sharing with Chelsea anyway. True. Or so we'll you know, go somewhere else. You know, it's, all, it's, it's great, isn't it? Oh, Nigel Khan, you were right, mate. Well done, Nigel. Well done, Nigel. And by the way, Athletics pay 35 grand for 45 days. That's £777 a day. Bargain. Oh, that's a bargain. Has that bargain. hit the news anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Do they have to pay for their own running track? No. No? They've got a new running track thrown in? Yeah, they've got a million pounds. That's a bargain. Yeah. Oh, that's a bargain. It's Legacy, mate. Legacy. Time for this.
Yes, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash dot forward slash more just podcast or on Twitter at more TGA podcast. Uh, I put up there on the, podca- on the podcast Facebook group earlier. A few things to talk about. We'll be looking back at the last ever game at the bowling ground. The disappointing result at Stoke, the new signing, the England squad and much more. Do you think we're ready for Europe? If Man U win on Saturday, is Noble the only disgraceful omission from the England squad or should Antonio feel hard done by two? Let us know. Uh, Paul Coles says, really enjoyed the podcast this season, so thanks for that. Thanks for listening, Paul. Thank you. It has been a fantastic season overall, and whilst there have been some frustrating defeats, I wouldn't swap it. The home game against Man United was a fitting tribute and a way to sign it off. I'm excited about the future and hope we can capitalise on the massive opportunity that the new stadium presents. Thanks, Paul. Pulumi Ogunlana says, great podcast. Watch the sad defeat to Stoke with the other Chicago Hammers. He's in Chicago. Can't wait to see what deals we do for the off-season. Will you all be selling your, ste- your seats in the studio for 70 quid? I was going to give it away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's what should have been done in the first place. We, we should have got a piece of memorabilia for uh, people on the podcast, shouldn't we? Really? We should have taken a piece of memorabilia. Uh, will the ladies, Hammers ladies be playing at the Olympic Stadium at all? No. No. They're no. not connected to the club, are they? They're not. Although... Really quick thing, and because he's hinted already, Jack Sullivan's looking at buying West Ham ladies and running them as chairman as a sort of apprenticeship. A side, a side project. A side well, project. No, to become an apprenticeship to be the West Ham chairman one day. Uh, he p- wants to watch his language in public first. Palumi also says, thanks for listening to your fans and getting Reese on the podcast last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hope you all podcast again soon. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll do an England one. We did it in the last England tournament. Uh, Lewis Aaron Charts says, disappointed. They say the league table doesn't lie, but it does. Saints don't deserve to finish above us as much as Arsenal don't deserve to finish second. Given up on England, Jack Wheelchair in form. Is he right? Wheelchair, I like that. Massive thanks to you three for keeping the podcast going. We'll miss my weekly download until August. Have a great summer. Cheers. Thanks, Lewis. We sometimes say we might do a pre-season one or a transfer one, don't well, we? we? Can do, we'll do an England one. If we feel like it, if, we, <laughs> if we get <laughs> through the group, yeah. I see if we face the question though, time. Yeah. So all that's left now is predictions for the FA Cup final. Why do we want to do that? Well, because I usually do predictions, and I thought it was either that or Juventus. So, um, do we think Man United yeah, will I win? Think, I think we'll get seventh, and I think you we'll do? be playing European football. Do we want that though? John was I saying, I don't think. I've said all along. We said last week. I don't think we really want that. I don't really want it. I know everyone says that's a bit negative and you tell me or whatever, but I read um even read in one of the papers or something, Trevor Brookin saying could be a distraction for the third New round season. is the twenty seventh and which is the Thursday, obviously. You don't like Thursdays and the fourth of well, it's August. Thurs- it's Thursdays and, and Sundays. Then, so and then you've got then you've got the playoffs, yeah, round, which is also in August. But the first one in August. Makes all your Premier League games on a so Sunday. You've got to you've got to play another four games rubbish. in August. Uh, well, one in July, but three in August. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough. Anyway, we will we see. haven't got a ground to play it in anyway because we rent an athletic stadium. That's true. Well, we could go to White Hart Lane and share with them, couldn't we? Could. Or we could bridge. hire Wembley for £22 million. I think that's it, guys. It's it another is. season over. Do you know what? It was I want to thank, thank you two guys as well. Oh, thank, oh, thank, you, thank Sean, you, Sean, for being my co host. Oh, thanks, Sean. It's for, for your podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been emotional. It has been. What a season. I, think, I think it's been a great season. I've enjoyed it. All I the ups have. and downs. I just think we need to keep onwards and upwards. And do you know what? This podcast well. wouldn't be with you without you, the listener. Absolutely. Because you, you make it. If, the if you didn't listen, you listening there. If you didn't listen, we'd be talking to ourselves. <laughs> Which would be ridiculous. Some weeks we kind of <laughs> are. <laughs> we do it anyway. Looking at the so figures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we keep going because we, we love know it some people and we like love it you. and we like it. Uh, again, thank it's you listening for another it's season. It's like our farewell. Thanks for listening for another season. Yeah. We will be back next year. We will. We'll listen to this West Ham United it. podcast. For our first Olympi- uh, Olympic Stadium outside London podcast. Next yeah. season, we're, we're going to do a new podcast for that new team playing out of an athletic stadium called yeah, West, West Ham, Ham London. United London. Thank you for listening. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you Irons. Have a good summer. Bye. Bye. Come on, England. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.
Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.